This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Well, the name of the show is If I Were You. And yeah, this is the first episode. So this is the first and only advice podcast on the internet. From us. Hosted by us. Yeah, exactly right. I'm Amir. And I'm Jake. If I were you the show, a decade long draws to its ending. For our friends, Jake and Amir, Starbucks suicide, is it impending? Oh. <laughs> They've helped and mocked us all. They've answered each and every question and more, much more than this. They did it their way. <laughs> Gold mics, Jake's one of few. Is this the time? He takes a turdy Shmuel, what's he have to do? So come on, Josh, this chipmunk's 40. Basil, Ben Schwartz, Middle Ditch, to name some guests, and of course, Jake's mom. Game Boy Croissant Crandis <laughs> They all did it Their way But what is this show? What has it got? If not Koi Jews Then it has not They say the things They truly and give advice that maybe heals. Let the podcast close with this final show as they do it their way. Hugh Grant is 58. <laughs> oh, okay. He's here. Yeah. Oh. Love you. Okay. Kisses. <laughs> I love my mother. A problem with that? Cut him loose, Whitney. We have a question from a lady. <laughs> I'm actually humbled, honored, and chuffed. If I were you, Joe. That was that was beautiful. It was a, a retrospective. 
Thank you. The, Thank you. Walk down memory lane. Thank you it? to Squarespace for sponsoring, sponsoring this, this episode. Epic. Oh my god! If you want to build a website, <laughs> uh, that was Matthew Kazakos. Let me pull that up. Matt Kazak. Yeah, I mean, we got a, a few theme song submissions that wanted to be the last, the final theme song. Mm, so we're gonna use all of them. Uh, not all of them, but we're we're gonna hit the great ones. But I felt I felt like that was the most ideal opening salvo. Yeah, yeah, it had it all. Um, it had my mommy's laugh. It had your mom's laugh. It had us at the beginning from the first episode, and I we I think we do sound young. We sound a lot younger than we do now. Yeah, definitely. We're little babies. <laughs> at the very least, me. Uh, yeah. Let me pull up this. So it's Matthew Kazakos. No plugs. But shout out to my brother, Ben Kazakos, for his help with the song. He's right. been a fan of yours since the beginning. Cool. So maybe he helped put together the, that, the highlights. The, the yeah. Kazakos brothers. Yeah. Did you get like the live show clips in there of like, yeah. Hugh Grant is 58. And yeah, I don't know yeah. What I'm that, was at, that was at the Gramercy, right? Was it? Yeah. So. We had a guest. It was Ben, I think. It was ben and Thomas, State. yeah. Yeah. They fucking, the crowd, <laughs> just hearing Siri go, Hugh Grant is 58. <laughs> yeah, we should, that should be our next podcast. Just who's 58? Who's 58? The show. Wow. It's that easy? Yeah. That but then easy. people can cheat. Right. I guess we can roll dice. Oh, yeah. You should roll a die. D&D &D style. Right, to determine the number. You can mm -hmm. roll a D100, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so who's a hundred? Uh, there has to be a celebrity shit. who's a hundred. Is there a celebrity that's a hundred? It was almost Betty White. <laughs> the queen. Uh, congrats on the amazing run. Thank you for all the laughs. We will miss this show and look forward to your next adventure. There you have it. Respect. Thank you. Uh, and we'll play a few other ones throughout this final episode as well. Yeah. Unless, should we just say like, fuck it and do like, Seven more? Seven more songs? No, seven more apps. Oh, right. Well, Third we have to because Squarespace is sponsoring a seven-episode run. Yeah, a nice extra order mm -hmm. that yeah. you have to deliver while you're on paternity leave. Right. They wanted me to do it. They wanted me to host it with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's cute to imagine a newborn wearing little headphones. Yeah, for cash? Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> Your child hasn't been born yet. No, we should not yet. say. Yeah, so she this is, is leading up all the way, basically to the precipice. This is the very away. last. I arguably shouldn't even be here right now, but I wanted to record the last episode in person. Right, you're cutting it close. And actually, by the time this episode comes out, there is a world where she has been born. For sure, there's a there's a world where she's born by the time I finish recording this episode <laughs> right now. Yeah. By the way, are you on do not disturb mode? Because I know I don't want like. Text yeah. or stuff coming and being like, so I am I on do not disturb, but I have an exception for Jill. Yeah. So that's just if she goes into labor, yeah. I have to, I have, I honestly at that, if she goes into labor, I have yeah. to finish this episode, do a couple more things around LA. Just an ad. Gonna, yeah. Just, we have to get through the Athletic Greens ad. Right. Yeah. I'm going to record all the ads and then I'll get home. <laughs> I wonder how it was like when our parents were, you know, having us as kids, like where our dad's that casual. Because there was no cell phones at the time. Is it like, yeah. my dad's at work and I hope uh, nothing happens. And if it does, we'll see you uh, at 9 p.m. tonight. Yeah, I feel like there were so many stories of dads missing births. Right. And now it's like, I'm that, that's the last thing I could imagine doing. Or like, yeah, he like gets to the waiting room. It's like, yeah, are they born yet? Like the <laughs> right. doctor Smoking comes a out. Cigarette, yeah, exactly. Just finished golfing. <laughs> and then the idea of paternity leave just didn't exist. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm taking a nice chunk of time for paternity leave. Actually, we wanted to. We were talking about that. I think. Oh, yeah. We're, we our first guest is HeadGum's yeah. HR. <laughs> Which is just Marty letting yeah. you know that you're probably taking too much paternity leave. Mm -hmm. So we should bring this podcast back after what will probably be a one to two week hiatus maybe i'll <laughs> right. probably sneak in a bonus episode yeah. or four smart <laughs> good yeah two bonus episodes on a thursday it is funny to call this episode the last episode ever and then next week is just like we're back it's like yeah. sorry did you think we didn't know what we thought happening? it would drive up subscriptions it really didn't so we're just gonna keep on keeping on <laughs> it didn't make the last the we got lucky with like Allison, Jill, Avital, yeah. um, like leading up to this episode. So yeah, it, it does feel like more substantial, more specific, more S special. Since we announced, was there anything that made you regret uh, ending the show, or no. do you feel you feel one hundred percent fine? <laughs> I'm at peace. Good. It has been nice that uh, I'm getting like tweets and people posting to our subreddit being like oh, this is a bummer. I listen every Monday I have for the last 10 years yeah. and it's gotten me through some stuff and this is going to be sad when it's over. <laughs> all of these, like, all of those comments make me be like, oh shit, I didn't realize you liked it. I'll keep <laughs> on doing this show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, those people, people who listen to the podcast once a week, they don't write in and be like, just wanted to let you know that I listen and I'm glad yeah. that you're keeping it up. Right. You have to sort of threaten and in this case actually leave yeah for them to miss you right wow we made good on our promise yes although what we could have done was just say that we're leaving mm -hmm. and then get all the adoration right it's kind of like going when, to your own funeral yeah when celebrities die it's like oh my god i love this and here's all these amazing stories about the celebrities like right. oh why don't you tell this stuff while they were still alive yeah this is like we get to have that stuff while we're still alive right um but yeah it's not like we got a we got any that actually, that's another good idea for our next podcast eulogies oh that's pretty good we have a celebrity on every mm -hmm. single week and yeah. we just give we give a we basically behave as if they're dead yeah so oh that's that was a uh that was a live show that i went to at uh i think just for laughs they do like oh. a living wake oh that's sick yeah, yeah so it's like this person is here it was uh bob odenkirk so it's like this person is here but we get to eulogize them while they're still around wow yeah that's cool yeah <laughs> right, great so it already exists yeah but that just means it was parallel thinking right. so we we didn't necessarily well, i was at idea. that show which is annoying yeah you did co-produce for <laughs> yeah. a few years before having a pretty bad falling out with the other executive <laughs> producer that's right you said uh you think you fucking own this idea? Watch this. Just because you came up out. with it? I helped with the production. <laughs> I did the hard part. Although I am looking at our email and they're still just, it's still riddled with spam. So it doesn't feel like there's such an outcrying of support that we yeah. need to keep Are you happy out. to never, ever look at this email again? Yeah, I wonder if we will. It's like, there's, it's been around for 10 years. There's 10 years worth of questions and yeah. history in these this email box. Well, I just close my computer and just, just never, never lo log out. Yeah. All well, right. It is a lot of spam at this point. Yeah. It's, it's a mostly, lot of spam. it's a graveyard. It's mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, it's, it's like tough. your old AOL email. If you ever right. like log in there, it's a, it's a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, a criminal shagged my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of the questions? Yeah. Well, it's, it's actually, I guess one we've at answered before. A criminal shagged my girlfriend. Yeah. It looked like we answered it in 2019. Oh. And right. uh, he, did a uh, follow-up pop. Whoa. I don't, I don't remember what the question was. Okay. Um, I broke up with my ex two years ago. A few months ago after we broke up, I found out that she had cheated on me and one of my best friends. And a couple months after that, the person that she cheated on me with went to prison. I guess we answered this question four years ago. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. 
Maybe we answered it during a live show. And then he, this guy emails in again. I don't think I've ever heard you do a follow-up pup on the show, but with the advent of the end of the podcast, I thought I'd follow up with my previous email. You read my email at a live show with Thomas and Ben in 2019. Oh, wow. That was the same, the same show where we played 58. Yeah, maybe so. Um, let's see. Uh, the convict... Uh, I went to, uh, 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 oh, I guess go to a party to see them. So I went to the party and guess what? The convict didn't even turn up. I guess he was afraid about going to a party and seeing the convict. I didn't have any awkward conversations about him fucking my ex. I didn't even have to beat the shit out of him. And oh yeah, I met the love of my freaking life at this party. We hit it off immediately and subsequently in the next three years in a loving and committed relationship. And then I broke up with her last November. As it turns out, I am an immature piece of shit who is scared of commitment. Mm. There you have it. Okay. Well, good good on you for realizing that. But you weren't that scared of commitment. Three years is, is a decent commitment. So. Yeah. You can't be scared of commitment and be with someone for three years. Yeah. Maybe maybe you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Maybe it ended for other reasons. Um. Anyway, this is If I Were You. Again, the only right. advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. For now, for Wait, one last episode. I didn't realize that was a joke from the first episode, too. Oh, yeah. Hosted by us. Yeah. I also didn't realize that uh, it was like a dual joke. I thought you just always said that. Right, and then but it was in the I said hosted by us, and then you said, "Oh no, I said first podcast advice podcast on and the internet," said, and I said from us, yeah. And then you said, "Yeah, the first podcast, <laughs> the first advice podcast hosted by us," yeah. <laughs> and then that's been your intro ever since. That could be a good conceit for the next podcast. Is just the second podcast hosted by us, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should file that one away. We bring it back, and it's just called the Jake and Amir Advice Hour. That's the second <laughs> advice podcast on the internet hosted, hosted by, by us. us. That's actually not bad. <laughs> Have you been thinking about new ideas for our next podcast? Well, the idea of the live show is intriguing. The like it only existing at live shows, like a musical or like yeah. a live advice hour. Or something and we like did that, that at um, our caveat live show last month. We did the Headgum Happy Hour. Yeah, the Headgum Happy Hour. We we did um, basically like a Q and A when we hosted. It was like we're giving out advice right so that's kind of interesting yeah. yeah so not actually changing the podcast just changing the uh the medium in which we give advice yeah that's kind of cool so we can still do this show but it's once every other month yeah live. as a live would you fly to new york once every other month uh for a lot of cash yeah i wouldn't do it for free right yeah nobody wants to sort of do a bi-monthly cross-country flight yeah for no reason for no reason yeah but if we're if we're selling out the Madison Square Garden every single time, uh -huh. then I feel like that's good. The garden or the theater next to the garden? I feel like either way, but I was thinking, I was thinking the Proper. theater. No, I was thinking the, the theater. theater which is like 3,000 seats. The theater's 3,000. What's what's MSG? The arena? Yeah, yeah it's probably like 18,500. What does Billy Joel do? Billy Joel sells out uh, weeks and weeks and weeks of at the arena. The arena. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Billy I was Joel thinking... is insanely famous, successful, and popular. Right. I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. Why do you think I'm? Do you think I'm saying he's not? I, I I'm saying he's. I'm saying don't that lump he us is, into that. I'm train of thought even. Excuse me. Yeah. Don't I'm like use that as a benchmark. Billy like Joel trying to figure out how many tickets. Billy we Joel's can a sell. world class talent. Do you disagree? We sold 111 tickets at uh, last. Week. Caveat. Yes. But we sold them out. Yes. So there wasn't more tickets available. So we don't know how many more we could sell. Not twenty. And I'm just 000, saying. Yeah. But Billy I, Joel can, of course. He's in the arena. Yes. And I said, we'd start in the theater. <laughs> Don't No, we're I not, we're not starting in the theater. The theater would be Pipe Dream 
fucking MSG pie theater. in the sky. Couldn't believe we 3, sold out. 3,000 seats. Yeah, there's no way. To see us. And I'm not saying that we open for Billy Joel. Because we can't, because we're not musicians. But I'm saying if he is already selling out the arena, then mm -hmm. if we open for him, we don't even really have to worry about selling the tickets because his name ID <laughs> is helping us with the ticket sales, but we're helping him by entertaining <laughs> his audience. So he'll cut us in. I'm not saying 50-50 because I feel like he's done a lot of the heavy lifting. He has a, an amazing catalog. You're, he has yes. Piano Man. Yes. He has River of Dreams. Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl. It's a never-ending yeah. stream of uh, hit after hit. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, <laughs> and he, he gets should, more He's going to be singing the song. There's no way he's going to invite us on stage to be, like, doing, like, an opening fucking Because I don't even know version. all of the words to Uptown Girl. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, the like, fucking Uptown chorus. Uptown Girl. Yeah. yeah like, but, like, I, how does it start? Like, uh, I think it starts with up. And girl. when she loves, and you can't she, do that. Actually, I think maybe I do know most but of the words. Sir, my, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that, but you wouldn't do that. It's live. Not that hard. You'd to be practice. fair. To be you perfectly would practice fair, the song, practice so you would and be good at it. And I wonder day. if he even has a fucking teleprompter. I wonder if he even just does fucking lip syncing because he's done this show so many times. They yeah. probably have a recording, and then I could do the lip syncing, and he wouldn't even have to be there. Yeah, I don't even know the difference between Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen at this point. Like right. to me, they're just sort of like the same. Run is either of those. Exactly. It's like one's Jersey, sort of one's Long Island. And I, yeah, and it feels yeah. like the same thing, and it occupies the same part of my brain space. Right. But he's selling out MSG, and I'm saying we, in tandem with Joel, Joel, Billy, could, yeah. yeah, Mr. Billy Joel, yeah. we could do that, uh, not sell it out, but be a part of the act. Of the show. And then he'd have to cut us in to ticket sales to merch, obviously. Because I would fly for that, I think. I would yeah. do a bike, because then I would do, I would time it so it's like the beginning of April, the end yeah. of May. Because then even if, yeah, if he's like splitting that up with, with merch and stuff, you're probably clearing like, you know, do you think Five, there's a chance we would a see? Night. Yeah, we would, is there a chance they would fly me out first class? And there would be, was, is there like this world, is there a chance where we see someone like a Jen Aniston in the green room? Right. Yeah, because I feel like MSG, New York-based celebrities, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna want to go to a show. You yeah. know, Paul Rudd's gonna take his aunt to right. To he see wants to be Bill. there and yeah. he wants to be seen. Right. I wonder if I, there's a world where I even kiss Aniston, even on the cheeks or on the lips, as like a hello or a goodbye. I think it. If you kind of like how in, celebrities do, yeah, I feel like you fly from Los Angeles first class. Yeah, you have a town car picking you up <laughs> That's at cool. JFK. Yeah, that you're arriving. Really like that. You're arriving. Navigator is sort of like a low it's a ride. Lincoln, no, it's a Lincoln. Town, it's a Lincoln country. town car, low because yeah. it's only you, and they yeah. got to weave in and out of traffic. Yeah, and you arrive at Tinted the green window. Excuse me, yeah. you arrive at the green. <laughs> I'm wondering if I kiss Aniston. <laughs> telling you, having not had, so you're I'm having, sort of hungry. You're a little hungry. You're peckish. Yeah, we did have the meal on first class. It's a nice meal, but. It's not like a super it's filling not dinner. Meal. It no. wasn't dinner. It There's was a, a roll. At the end of the day, it's still mostly a roll exactly, and salad. Exactly. So you're feeling a little cranky. And then they say, I'm hangry and I'm ang <laughs> and I'm eager to kiss an Aniston type. And right. I'm wondering if that should be on and the then lips. You're having the shrimp cocktail yeah. in the green room. Yeah. And I feel like kind of like, whoa, how long <laughs> has that been out there? <laughs> yeah. Because Springsteen or is it fucking Joel then, at this point? Who yeah. are we even talking about? It's he Joel. never touches the seafood. Yeah. And Aniston walks in and she says, Oh, hi, you're the opening act. I just wanted to say good luck. Yeah. It's weird for you to not be like, oh my God, you know, Jen, you know, you have to like, when you see her. that kind of celebrity and they're seeing you in your green room before your show, you kind of have to like, 
I feel like you have to I wonder be if like, I kiss oh her. yeah, like we. Uh, I, I'm I wondering know if you. I kiss you know, her. We would run in the same circles. Yeah. Do you think yeah. I would kiss her? You say it's good to see you. You don't even say I'm a mirror. Like you, you say, don't good even to introduce see you. yourself. No, because it, it says it on the sign. She's a star, and she's probably been at so many soirees. Am and I still galas. hungry? You're, I no, wonder you've if had, I'm you've hungry. You have you have had had at this at this point. I've had shrimp. You've had you have had shrimp. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm wondering if I should kiss her at this point. That's the issue. You do have some cocktail sauce on your chin, and you're dabbing it with a napkin. <laughs> yeah. But she caught you by Cloth surprise. <laughs> so she is. There's no way Joel is using some... anything like that less than a cloth yeah. napkin. It's but you to have more to say, than... Jen's good to see you. She doesn't know if you've met before. Maybe you have. Maybe yeah. you guys went to the Met together. Who or we could say like, I, I if we have common friends. Like, oh, I know yeah. somebody who knows. Justin I go. Sh- I go swimming with Schwimmer. Yeah, and like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll say I go swimming with Schwimmer. <laughs> And then at that point, do I kiss? <laughs> double kiss. That's what I'm saying. Double kiss. Double kiss. Good to see you. And then you pull back and you realize there is there is cocktail sauce on her cheek because you had cocktail sauce on you. Then you dab with your napkin. You say, sorry, I, sorry, I stuck you with some cocktail sauce. <laughs> that's cool. And then she laughs it off. This it's is the funny. idea for this is an idea for our next show. Or do you think that that was just you walking me through what I think might happen <laughs> if we end up opening for Joel or whoever? Like, well, no, I think that is, that's our life if this is our next show. If we decide to do the live show every month, every other month at Caveat, yeah, <laughs> the 100-person venue in the Lower East Side, yeah. we eventually get to, to the point where where you're you're necking with Aniston. I wouldn't even hate room. that. Even if it took years to get there, I feel like yeah. that's ultimately fine for me because I'm having the shrimp. I'm on the flights. <laughs> yeah. You're on the first class flight. You are in the town car. You are in the green room with Aniston. Mm. You are background singing on Uptown Girl. Mm. You steal the show. People mm. say, who's that background singer mm. covered in, in shrimp cocktail? <laughs> who's that and when she glows up, she <laughs> makes up her mind. You're pointing at Aniston. <laughs> She's like... Like Courtney Love, Courtney Cox and the Bruce Springsteen uh, <laughs> music video. Music video, yeah. <laughs> That's Springsteen, though. Say adjacent. Yeah, Spring Cox on Springsteen is the same shit as fucking Aniston and exactly. Joel, and exactly. I just happen to be there. Exactly. That's exciting. Okay, I mean, maybe it is good that we're ending the show then, because I feel like as long as we keep this up, yeah, sky's the limit. Now our our anchor this. This program mm-hmm. is no longer attached to our person, yeah, our talents, right, and our talent can now take off and fly in a different way. Finally, and it doesn't feel as sad because you know we're still noodling on what our next project will be. Yeah. So while this is ending, it doesn't mean you know our creative endeavors are coming to a halt either. Yeah. To me, it almost feels a little bit freeing. I think. You know, in one sense, it feels like not having this show allows us more time and creative freedom to think about the next thing. Right. In another, we are still busy with other creative projects in addition to this show. Mm. So I, my hope is that losing the show doesn't make us just like have better relaxed time, you know? Right. Should we? Are we actually going to, it's like the thing, it's like somebody pushes a deadline a week. It's like, am I actually going to spend a week working yeah. on this thing or should am I just going to spend the last day regardless right. of if it's this week or Will next? we fill the couple hours we usually dedicated for this show mm. with other creative work yeah. or uh, looking at our phones? Probably the phones thing. Yeah. So does that mean we have to actually cut ourselves off from any not only work but creative and um familial social friendship obligations like is there a world where we have to 
just completely rot, like move into a house together. Yeah. It would Portugal. be really weird timing for me to do that after Jill has our baby. After she has had. After she has had. Yeah. <laughs> for me to be like, I think I need to go on a spirit quest. With yeah, Amir. this is all too much. <laughs> and I love what it's happening. I love the family thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go live in a cabin with Blumenfeld and yeah. see if we can uh, write Come a up, script. Yeah. See if we can break this fucking musical once and for all. But I mean, I, I also would like doing something like that once. I, th I think I, I've been thinking about like, um, you know, spending extended time in Los Angeles next year when the baby can travel and stuff. With child. With child, with Jill, with the dog even, but just like spend a couple months in the winter out here. Mm. And that could be a nice nice way to live and then we could also dedicate more time. Cause yeah, it's it's tough. Like, you know, we're just, we're just gonna hop on Zoom and like be creative for an afternoon. Yeah, That's not really that fun that doesn't do. spark joy either right but me coming into this office and us sitting in a conference room and talking yeah. a whiteboard yeah that's with fun. ideas that's cool and yeah. that's also the kind of thing you can do we can do when you come to new york every other month for our msg theater show or caveat show i guess i should say but... yeah caveat show for sure for yeah. sure for well, now. actually it's going to be at the bell house uh in in the summer that's one step up that's one step up that's uh that's like four or five hundred seats you think we'll sell that out or sort of keep it at the 120 mark i think we'll I think we'll get, I think we can sell it out. Okay, cool. I'd like to not be embarrassed by saying that. So everybody hopefully will, will show up. Yeah. Tickets at headgum.com slash live. Not now, but in the not. Yeah, but they future. will be. So yes. bookmark that page. Have you been talking to new fathers to sort of get a sense of how much obligation is ahead of you in the next however long? Yeah, I have been talking to, I feel like I talk, I'm, one, I'm listening to um, a dad like podcast right now. A dad cast? Yeah, called Dad Splained. I don't know how. I think it started in like 2018. I have no idea if they're still making episodes, but I just like looked up best best podcast for new dads. Oh, that's cool. And there was a bunch that were like Charlie and Billy uh, tell the best dad jokes, and like it's a comedy podcast about being a dad. I'm like, <laughs> I definitely don't want that. Yeah. Um, I want to be like, it's two weeks in, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. And these two, these like sweet little guys from uh, Atlanta, I think, are, they're just t the ones I listened to so far, two episodes where they share their birth stories. Yeah. Because that's what I'm thinking about now. One step at a time. Yeah. But like the last few weeks was me prepping the nursery, all the baby gear, organizing all the closets. Yeah. And I was really overwhelmed by that. But now that's all done. Yeah. And now I'm like, all right, you know, two weeks ago, I finally looked up like, how to get to the hospital that we're delivering at. Yeah, I you have to up, like have the route. I have to have the route. And now I know like, okay, if it's between uh, nine and six, there's a valet and otherwise I'll have to park. So maybe we should take it. But I, I know all these things now yeah. that I was like, I have no fucking idea. That's very one step at a time. Like that's that problem will exist once. Yeah. And then in like two right. weeks after the baby's born. Jill goes to labor, it's, it's 7 a.m. I'm yeah. like, great, you're going to labor for two hours at home, then valet's <laughs> open and we're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's... Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, how do I raise her now? Um, but yeah, I've, I've been talking to, listening to those dads, talk to some new new dads that we know. Yeah. Um, I, I talked to like my older cousin who has like, you know, 12 and 13 year old kids. If and I remembers. Yeah, it was like, is any advice? And he's like, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> And I'm like, that's my favorite. He's like, you know, you're going to stress out about a lot of stuff, but really everything's fine. And I was like, 
I I don't know if that's if anyone else would consider that good advice, but that's exactly what I need to hear. Yeah. It's like, just don't get worked up about these little things because it's all going to work out. Well, everybody's exactly where they are in the journey. So if he has a 12 and a 13 yeah. year old, he's like, I don't fucking care about an infant anymore. Yeah. But I mean, I also remember seeing other friends of mine, like, you know, have a baby and just be so anxious about like holding the baby yeah. and they're like, okay, changing you a can, diaper. Yeah, you like, can, do you know how to change right. a diaper? Um, I know that I have changed a diaper before. Right. Um, I don't know how to do it, no. <laughs> but they also, you spend two days in the hospital and the nurse like teaches you how to swaddle the baby, how to change the baby. Yeah. I've watched a YouTube video. Um, I watched my friend John change his kid. That's good. So like, I kind of, I, I think I get it. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing that is like, at the end of the day, it's not that hard. You just need to do it repeatedly. And I think that, uh, ends up happening. Yeah, it seems like the first three months are just like a, a an activity that's happening every three hours on a, a loop. It's more yeah. of like a psychological difficulty. Yeah, the kid's not like running around or yelling or being mean. You have to figure it out. It's just like this. I have to keep this little thing alive. And it sounds to me, I feel like that's going to be the most stressful part because like you're watching the kid breathing. It's like, oh, this is so sweet. It's like, well, are these breaths too shallow? <laughs> I don't, I, like, Get his temperature. Is that fast? Is that normal? <laughs> everything, everything that happens, I'll just be like, Haha, "That's sweet." Is it normal? Is, is that good? <laughs> Avital had a funny, or Avital's mom had a funny line. She's like, "Once you have a kid, you never sleep again." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "That sounds kind of stressful, actually." Yeah, and you well, never sleep again. But I've also heard from people that have like their second kid and their third kid. They're like. Your first kid is like you're, you know, you're anxious, you're learning everything, you're stressed, you're like want everything to be perfect, you buy all the right gear, and then they're like second kid, third kid, it just it doesn't matter. Right. They don't they don't care anymore. Your parents had six. <laughs> yeah, my parents had six, and I I actually I talked to them about like just because like we're buying. You know, we have a bottle warmer and a bottle sterilizer, and like a special <laughs> little cage for all the stuff to get like put in the dishwasher so it doesn't mix with other stuff. All the stuff we didn't have in the 80s. And I was 90s. like, there's no way that my mom had a bottle sterilizer. I can't remember any of this. And she was like, oh, yeah, we when they when we had Hannah, we like um, rented a crib from the <laughs> from Stanford College for a dollar a day right. or, or a dollar a month or something like that. A lot of new products in the last 10 years. Yeah. Self-moving this, smart cribs, like apps that you say, okay, when did she eat? When did she poop? When did right. she do this? A camera that just goes above the, like the, it used to be the baby monitor. I remember when my brother was born, they had like the baby monitor. It's just like, you could hear if he's crying. Yeah. But now there's like, a bird's eye view above the baby. There's a crib that rocks the baby. <laughs> right. If they stir, they rocks the baby. Yeah. I mean, right now we have three, or no, we have two strollers and three different attachments. <laughs> and I'm like, I know for a fact, we bought one new thing when the triplets were born and my mom got like a three baby stroller. <laughs> and we did all right. Yeah. We did fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucked, but everyone else is good. <laughs> Five out of six is a pretty high success rate when it comes sure. to children. For sure. Uh, that would have been a good new podcast, too, if we were both having children at the same time. Yeah. Well, you're getting married. That's kind of a big one. Yeah, but that's there's no podcast to be had about somebody who's just married and somebody who had a kid. Like, I feel like yeah, from living together to marriage is not that huge of a step. From right. married to kid is a, a, a yeah. quantum leap. Both of us being dads. That that's that would have been good. That would have been good, but you couldn't you couldn't hack it. We could share the child, share custody. I wonder if there's a world where I raise because the, then you guys have a week off, and then I'm stressed out about right. the child, and then 
you have the child and I have the week off. That is interesting. That way and then you're not on high alert right. for like 18 years straight. And then we eventually interview my daughter for the show. And we're and like, who turned out, which one was which better? Which one was better? You? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> settle, this, settle this bet. Or, or were we both assholes for doing this? <laughs> We, I just liked the moms, actually. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Because we did spend a good year, year and a half. I got you a free Helix, didn't I? (laughs) Darling? (laughs) I don't know. Everything is free for me until I'm 29. Oh, I guess it was free for me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is more important if you think about it. Uh, All right. I guess we should take a break. Why the fuck not? Um, Thanks some sponsors. We still have some advertisers after all. That's That was our last first act of this show. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's crazy how Unreal. fast that happened. Uh, and then we'll come back and talk more, I guess, after this after these messages. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm-hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm-hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm-hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Yeah. Uh, we've already dispensed every unsolicited advice we have. That's true. From water pick all the way back to a new water pick. Yeah. We just, we're empty. We I've have nothing left to give. I've water picks since we met recommended. I'm all out of pick. wisdom. <laughs> what water pick do you use now? Uh, it's some sort of Sonicare portable, but I have to charge it. But once it's charged, you know, you can pick it up and use it on the go. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Um, all right. So you had an email that you wanted to read. Yes. From yes. your dad. From my father, who started listening to the show, I guess, in the last few years. So he didn't listen back in the day when we were calling him a pumpkin a lot. I think he did. I, I think, I mean, he, he listened to that because my mom would listen and he would hear it. Yeah. Um, and then he came to the live shows where he was, he was called a gourd mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, 
and he was a character in our yes, universe, a caricature. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think he started. Oh, you know what? It was when my parents moved from New Haven uh, back into Hamden. Okay. And his his work commute got a little bit longer that he started listening. Wow. Um, so anyway, uh, he was him and my sister Sarah, who have listened to every episode, or I guess I don't know if he's listened to every episode, but anyway, him and my sister Sarah are the current listeners to the show. Yeah. Um, and both of them were kind of like surprised when they found out it was ending yeah. and that was those were the only two people that i felt bad I was like oh shit should i not stop the show i feel <laughs> i feel bad it's nice that i get to talk to my sister and my dad once a week yeah um, you don't actually talk to them you right. talk to i talk me at they them. listen yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you're like um, shit now i have to fucking call my sister <laughs> <laughs> i hate to do that love you sarah okay so my but my dad wrote in um and the subject is what's next Ooh. um and he says, I think this is a suggestion. Oh. A couple of years ago, as I suggested a Jake and Amir variety type show, or sorry. Can you do an impression of him just so yeah. I can read it in his voice? Okay. A couple of years ago, I suggested a Jake and Amir variety type show, not unlike the Smothers Brothers, which had a which had a nice mix of comedy, music, and topical humor. That's it good. was the topical humor that got them canceled. I still think the a good Smothers Brothers or yeah. us. Uh, both. <laughs> I still think a good variety show is a good idea. A good variety show is a good idea. Yeah. It has to be a good variety show. For that gives it to them be, an out yeah. because if it fails, it'd be like, see, it was a bad variety show. I told you it needed to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the show could be you guys chatting, maybe more scripted. Maybe you could even answer a question or two, a la Carol Burnett, who I don't know. He's so old. Like, we don't <laughs> get these references. Oh. Length could be as short as half an hour in order to prevent quantity from overtaking quality. Mm. So I feel like he's almost suggesting this show, except with music, yeah. and a half an hour long. Well, because he's, he's, the, the live show aspect of it is kind of what you were... Uh, eager to do as well. Yeah. Which, so it's like a variety show that only exists as a stage show. Right. So it's like it opens with a Jake and Amir live sketch. Oh. Then it's like, you know, applause and the intro. And then we come out and we answer some questions. Then we sit down with an interview, like a guest interview. So yeah. it's sort of a variety show. It is that a variety show. It's like a live show. That's really interesting. Yeah. This is a great idea from my dad. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it feels like we're, it's kind of what we're planning on doing for the live show. We just need to add in the, maybe the topical thing. Yeah. Like a monologue, right? Yeah, a monologue where it's so like, it's, yeah, you guys see this? This is interesting. Because right. the variety show, every variety show, while it has like interchangeable parts, it has the consistent thing. It's got the, it's got a monologue. Yeah. Well, that's a talk show, not a variety show. Oh, okay. A variety well, show is kind of like he mentioned, like in the It's literally anything, stuff. anytime? It's like more sketches and like songs and it's okay. like- Is a, SNL a variety show? SNL, I would call it a sketch show. But yeah, I bet it's like modeled after because it's got some music guests and some sketches right. and some. Okay, so we have we have um, opening sketch. Yeah. We have, or I guess, do, does it need to have a format then? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It needs to have a format for sure. For sure, for yeah. sure. Otherwise, you're just on stage and be like, now what? Well, yeah, then you could just do, you know, different five to 10 minute things, mm -hmm. segments. Mm -hmm. That's a variety show. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be like always a monologue, always a music, yeah. always a sketch. Yeah, it's like a little. It's it is exactly that. It's a variety. It's like all right, now okay. let's throw to a pre-taped video that we shot. Now this is like a man on the street thing. Now it's like all right, now I'm talking to the audience. Now I'm dancing. Now I'm kissing somebody. Like if it's a Jen Aniston thing, it's like right, yeah, me kissing Jen Aniston on stage or whatever. You're obsessed with that. But yeah, I like. So all right, sweet. So we just need to do a 
live monthly, bi-monthly variety show. Yes, exactly. Then that becomes a TV show as it gets really popular, as it sells out MSG theater, not yeah. not the arena. Exactly. I it's like the Jake and Amir family fuck fest or something like that. Yeah. I think the Brady Bunch used to I feel like my shit. dad actually, <clears throat> the, yeah, the subject was, I said what's next, but it was because I censored it. It was J- the Jake, Jake and Amir, Amir family, family fuck fest, fest is yeah. what he had said. <laughs> I can't so, believe it. <laughs> parallel thinking again. Yeah. And then um, we can also do it occasionally on a yacht. I wish we had, because I watched, I remember my dad telling me about the Smothers Brothers a while ago. And I like, I think I've sent you a video too, but like they they were musically talented in a way that I wish we were. That If we had that in our arsenal, I think we'd, we'd be a lot stronger. Yeah, if we were like the Bo Burnham type where it's like, oh, I'm funny, but then also I can write a really catchy yeah. song so right. that when I can. And I feel like only one of us knows how to sing. And you don't have any musical talent, but I do. Um, it's hard to be um, off tune in like such a short, because it's not even, it's completely in a vacuum and yet it still doesn't feel. I didn't get like counted in and I don't have my ukulele right now. Yeah. So I feel like. <laughs> Your uke? I, I, yeah, I feel like if I had my ukulele, ukulele, and or if I had my maracas, then I could have, um, I have a flute and I have, I think I could have, I have a recorder I meant to say, not a flute, but yeah, that was awkward because, <laughs> yeah. because I just went in so cold and I didn't, you know, those like that little like whistle, the, the, no, it's like mm. the little whistle that, that like, this is the, sets the note. yeah, that's like, <laughs> I didn't hear that. It's hard to go in acapella and you drain all of the fucking like energy from a room. So I feel like. I mean, you didn't even count me in. <laughs> you, you you launched into like, it out of nothing, yeah. out of thin air. So it wouldn't have it would have been more than just the right. single note that you needed to hear. Yeah. You need voice lessons. I don't need voice lessons. I know how to sing. <laughs> I'm pretty musically talented. It's it's weird to do it in this room when you're so, you're like fucking as stiff as a board right now. Yeah, giving me light nothing. as a feather. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't. It's hard to like you know have a duet with somebody. If I had like it, ten years of uh, chemistry on the show, so like if, yeah. if it's you not have, happening here, you have the ab- you have like such an like an absence of musical talent that actually drains me of mind. Like a it black feels hole. like I'm, yeah, like I'm like for some reason sharing half of my music <laughs> ability with you while we're sitting here. Yeah. So it's like I bet we probably both have a bad voice. But when I leave the I room, I bet we probably both have a bad. <laughs> when voice, I leave the room, right. when I'm singing alone in my car, when I'm singing in my shower, I'm actually pretty good. I doubt it. I just think it, it sounds better for you because nobody's there listening to you. Yeah. Um. Actually, speaking of songs, why don't we play another theme song? Somebody submitted. Oh, all right. Uh, this is also from a Matthew. Okay. Let's hear it. Because if I were you, the show is starting. Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing with my life. I'm Amir. And I'm Jake. Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing. And we are Amir and Jake. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing with my life. And our names go in no other order. Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing. We read the emails and try to answer the funniest questions. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm excited to share what I know, check that onto other people's situations that I probably know nothing about. So why don't we get started? Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing with my life. Seasethecheese.com is available. Holy shit. <laughs> pitch the pitch. Pitch money money. It would be an honor to find a genie so that I may grant you the other two wishes for I have but one. 
monster, dude. Maybe like a PB and J and cut the cross monster. <laughs> <laughs> great clips in there too that was a fucking at the end of terminator 2 when he's like turning into every old bit yeah. as he's dying it was so a medley like, yeah there was some stuff that i had forgotten about raven nest raven nest to raven nest yes exactly yes. a house that was so beautiful that we were willing to kill ourselves to just die there <laughs> yes it was valhalla yeah <laughs> raven's nest wow which was a house on inverness yes but we were afraid to we were afraid to shout it out because <laughs> we thought there was a chance we could end up living there <laughs> we didn't want to risk it you know what's funny we ended up living in a place that was not oh wait no it was it was almost half as expensive as raven nest yeah i mean inverness. raven nest was like ten thousand dollars it month. was 12 yeah and yeah we're just like, should we just pump everything into this rental? It's good that it's we a didn't because dope house with a pool. It was it was such a sick house. Um, but yeah, we probably would have gone out of business, huh? Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to afford that house and a lifestyle plus a headgum company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we ended up with a really nice house, but there was no pool. No pool, but it was a it was a mansion that we couldn't afford. We had to spend some headgum money to like say like, okay, it's also our business. Plus, we yeah. live here, which was what we were planning on doing at Inverness too. Except we would have <laughs> then still been destitute at, even after yeah uh, we helped pay the rent. I mean, for the first uh, year of headgum, it was just uh, our show and nine others trying to make enough money to justify. Did we even have a salary then? Did we have like a low salary? We didn't have. We didn't have a salary, no. I think because we, we were still working at College Humor. Mm -hmm. We didn't take a salary, but maybe we like, when when payments for our show came in, we we like could, we paid ourselves out a little bit, but we kept, yeah, I don't, I don't remember when we like set up payroll. It wasn't for a while. Yeah. Because um, we I, didn't have any employees. It was no, just No, and I don't think we Marty. got a salary. I think we just always did like random payouts whenever we needed money yeah but we, we had like most a, of it in like there a google sheet of income and outcome yeah i, w I was almost thinking of because when we were talking about how to end the show i was like oh we could go you know uh arab or year by year or something but i almost feel like it's better to just go where we were living by where we were living yeah that's the best way to like try to figure out where you were in the world like yeah. how it felt when we were in williamsburg still recording the show i feel like a a young, like, 19-year-old, even though I was almost 30. Yeah, but and I remember we would record. We didn't really have a dedicated space because I had, I was living in the loft on Wythe. You were living on Barry Street around the corner. Right. We would set up the towel fort in your house. And we had this, like, instead of a little Zoom recorder, we had this, like, big 
I asked Jeff Rubin like how to plug because the mics I thought would plug into the computer, but they don't. They plug into this giant thing that yeah. then plugs into my computer. Right, we have the like a big a big ass mixer. Yeah, and like the mics were so like they looked cool, but they were like golden green. And, like you, you still needed a pop guard and a stand for them. It was, yeah, like, they so were really much work. cumbersome. They looked really cool. I think <laughs> we got them because they looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> and and then I moved down down into that like weird house covered in ivy. Yeah, and I remember like. I was still partying and being so insane then. Like this there is were, in New York. Yeah, this is in New York. There were times when we would like, you'd come over to record and I was like barely, I was like, all right, but we have to do it right here. <laughs> I can't get up. Yeah, you were hungover. I so hungover. We also didn't have ads for like the first six or 12 months. So like, was I don't know six, what was I thought we got ads regular. like kind of quickly. Yeah. I Maybe not Maybe not 12 months. Maybe it was six months in. But there were like times where we were like, we got to get this done every Monday, but we didn't really have like any we, reason We owed to. any money or we had a company to keep Yeah, I think look. it was good that we had Jake and Amir that came out every Tuesday because we were just used to delivering something on a deadline. Yeah. And we still have, we've basically had that deadline since 2006 or seven. Yeah. There were some times that we recorded a, a lightning round Q&A on a Monday. <laughs> right, just but, to keep the streak alive. Yeah. Does the Patreon count? Because that'll be the only weekly thing we have going now. I feel like it. we we release a weekly something. Yeah. We, and we've done something weekly since 2008. <laughs> I, think the, I think the Patreon has to count. It has to count. I think it counts. It definitely counts. I mean, that's a video. That's, <laughs> it's more ambitious than a podcast, though this podcast is also a video. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you guys are listening right now, just know you can be watching. And that's kind of goes for the last 100 episodes you can yeah. be watching. Uh, regrets? Um, Have you had a few? Regrets. Do you wish you could do anything differently? I don't think so. I mean... I, I, it's hard to say. I'm sure there were definitely times that I was like stressed. I know there was a time, I think right, right before my wedding, Headgum was <laughs> struggling. Oh yeah. I was not regretting the wedding, but Headgum, <laughs> Headgum was struggling and we were like, we were cutting personal checks to the company to keep it afloat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was like, I, we should have just. <laughs> kept our podcast separate because then we wouldn't have had to like um sacrifice help. yeah that. we wouldn't have had to like have our ad income pay for the whole company we would have just been like just me and amir off on our own mm -hmm. um but like weathering that storm and now having the bi-coastal offices and all the employees i'm happy that i didn't listen to my regret i guess i had doubts throughout but yeah. Looking back now, I don't know if I have specific regrets. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, same. Like we, in the beginning, uh, like buying the equipment and being so uncertain about like how to edit and how to do that, like it probably would have helped us to have a producer at one point because mm. we were literally doing it all ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Not really a regret, but usually shows of our like size or scope like would have somebody on the email box like making sure that we're reading all the good emails or like yeah scheduling guests or scheduling ads or something like that uh, -huh. uh and it took all the way to like two or maybe like three years ago that like we had like grim editing the show for us like yeah. i was editing everything up until 2021 yeah it's um, crazy and now that we headgum is big enough to have like producers and engineers we're stopping the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that we finally have help, we're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
maybe doing more video stuff earlier on, but then that would have been more work. Yeah. Um, our microphones were pretty broken back in the day. That was not ideal. We should have just splurged on these microphones from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. I guess doing video podcasts earlier would have been good. Yeah. How do, at the very least an intern on the email box. We were just like op opening up the email box. Yeah. Once we had a, we had week. your niece do an internship for like three or four weeks one summer. She cleaned it out immediately. <laughs> yeah, we should have hired her <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, twelve year old helper slash engineer slash producer. Yeah, um, but yeah. I don't know. Everything was everything. You know, led to us getting here. But I'm sure there's a lot of things that we could have slash should have done differently back in the day. Yeah. But I mean, all of the stuff we got to do, like going to Australia, going to uh, London, going to Amsterdam, yeah, having a weird show in Amsterdam, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Good. Yeah, it was great uh, times. That was almost the impetus for the show is be able to tour without uh, paying College Humor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is so funny. This the idea just came from Andrew Russell, our touring agents. Like you know, you don't. If as long as you're at College Humor, every uh, live show is just going to be them getting paid and you getting a a small chunk of that money. Right. So if you guys had your own thing, they could we could just tour with that. Yeah. Our and now we're selling out fucking Madison Square Garden. We're still theater, not doing that, but like still, yeah, we're still I'm not saying, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joel is. <laughs> yeah. Billy Joel definitely is. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. What about the opposite of regrets? Things that you're proud slash impressed of us to do hmm i mean i think the like going on the headgum company retreat with all of our employees when i see our employees hanging out with each other and i'm not around and i see them like making friendships and uh enjoy and being fulfilled by their lives and jobs i'm really happy i feel like that's that was something that was so meaningful and exciting to me when i was at college humor right. like that was where I, when I was in my 20s, met all of my best friends who are like lifelong friends of mine. So thinking that we might be able to um, provide that for younger people, that's that's awesome to me. Yeah, I guess just the idea of taking our one podcast and turning it into HeadGum at the beginning um, was a, a bright idea and keeping the podcast consistent enough that we can uh, grow HeadGum from that. And now it's cool because HeadGum is so big and so much bigger than us yeah. that we can literally stop our show. Yeah. It's like we're this the This was dad. the end goal. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we were, it's kind of like having a child where yeah. it's like when it's an infant and it's a toddler, it's like it's relying on you so much. And now it's like- Our network is going to camp. Yeah. And now it's college. like, or we're stopping the show and everyone's like, what's that? Oh yeah, sorry to hear that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we yeah. got more important things to deal with though. Oh, that small show isn't recording anymore. <laughs> That's fine. Really? Because we thought you guys would be devastated. Miss no one wants to beg us to stay. <laughs> How will you guys stay afloat is all. Who are you again? <laughs> I used to work here. I really used to work here. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's something to be proud of. Um, trying to think what else I was uh, traveling and touring is also always something that I that's like a, a fun meeting meeting people that listen to the show and like going to a cool new city and getting to uh, perform in front of people. Those are the highlights. Highlights for sure. Yeah. Um, and then. I also was listening to old episodes, aside from the fact that we sound like we're 12-year-olds on helium, mm -hmm. uh, we're 
like recording on the road. So much of our early recordings, it's like, hey, we're in Australia and we packed our bags and we packed our yeah. mics and we packed our Zoom and now I'm like recording in a hotel with Streeter. Yeah, batch recording. We basically never batch recorded <laughs> yeah. until I moved to New York. And even still then we didn't always. Mm -hmm. Batch recording has actually probably been more of something we've done since we started doing video. Yeah. Um, or maybe Again, since Grimm started editing the show. The producers like, and the engineers. Right, because it's helpful for them to have uh, the the footage and the audio more yeah. than a, a day in advance. I think it's it was hard to show how stressed we kind of were like at the beginning where I'm like, I'm plugged in. Uh, can you hear me? I hope this is working. So I'm like trying to be funny and host the show, but also kind of scared that it's not recording yeah. or doing well. Especially <laughs> like I remember when we were recording with Allison in the hotel. We're oh, like yeah. having a good episode. I'm like, I don't think this is recording. Like, I'm sorry, but did it did it not record? Like, her microphone wasn't working. Oh, it was like cutting in and out. And I, I didn't know if it was the cable, that. but it yeah. was like we have no like. I like to ask smart people why something is broken. Right, it was just we had us no three in a hotel room. That's why it was so nice when we recorded at Rec Room for you. Right, I was like, oh, this is great. Somebody else is in charge of making yeah. it sound nice. Yeah, and now we have our own Rec Room. Isn't that crazy? We made it this far. Yeah. Um, all right, future, I guess the idea was to sort of talk about the past, act one, present, act two, future, mm. act three. Future, act three. Well, we have um, we, we have um, our variety show premiering at, um, at Bell House, yeah. I believe, in August. The Jake and Mir Family Fuck Fest. Yeah. Well, um, I think that just might be a headgum happy hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it'll yeah. be us testing out a format. You know, we could also go full Brady family mode where it's like most of it is just us and our friends singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. So we're just like disco style standing on a stage doing dances for everybody. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, you can do that at the bell house and just not even have seats. So everyone in the crowd is also dancing. Yeah. I wonder if that would be fun. <laughs> Remember pre If I Were You, the live shows we did was were sketches. Yeah. Yeah. You had to like write and rehearse. And we had to like get yeah. lines. We used to do down. so that was the college humor live at UCB. There'd be like a host, there'd be three comedians, and then we would close with like a Jake and Amir sketch. Right. And then we also went on tour with Streeter, where you and I started the show. We did like a ten minute Jake and Amir. Streeter did an act, and then at <laughs> the end we hosted Shameful Trivia. Right. Which was kind of a podcast. Which was kind of a podcast. But yeah, there. That we used to have to write, and that we most of the time we would write something that was like, oh, text chicken. We're like reading text off of our phone. Yeah. Because then we, that way we didn't have to uh, remember lines. Right. Or, and then it would always end with some sort of uh, it was rap a rattle. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's the rap that you sang at the end of those shows is in my head forever. How did it start? Um, yo ho, yo, yo ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yo ho, ho, and a bottle of cum. <laughs> I could keep on going. That's <laughs> uh, probably right. It's yeah. it a play on the yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. But it was yo-ho-ho and a bottle of yo-ho. Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of cum. So it's like basically I lose myself in the yeah, music. Yeah, you lose yourself and you're like, in the holy music. shit, you're, we were having yeah. like a playful rap battle and you started talking right. about bottles I, of semen. Yeah, I think I say, I think I'm like the, the idea is like we're going to have a rap battle right yeah. now. <laughs> um, you start rapping at me, but you, it's like you're you're complimenting me or something. And I say, no, you have to like insult me. Or you're saying, oh, and then you say like, go go in on me. You know, oh, right. right. 
and I think I like call you dumb or something, or right. say that you look like Harry Potter, yeah, and like, then you get really don't, upset. Don't, nothing personal. Nothing personal. Nothing yeah. that I can't. Ch oh yeah, and I say something about your glasses, and I, like you said, nothing that you couldn't change. You can't change your glasses, and you why say, would I why would to? I? Yeah, <laughs> this is perfect for the right. variety show. This is the, it is the variety show, <laughs> and then you and then you say yo ho ho and a bottle of cum. You go off. It always got a huge applause. Because it's like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. It's a full ass rap. It's very blue. <laughs> I believe it ends with me standing ankle deep in semen. <laughs> it just turns into a not unlike the title I had for the show. Yeah, yeah. It turns in, it literally turns into a Blumenfeld family fuck fest. Mm -hmm, yeah, um, and then and then it's like you lost yourself in the moment. Yeah, and then you say it's time to let it go. It's time to start the show. <laughs> Thank you, Madison Square Garden Theater. <laughs> but you're actually, let's really put our hands together for one William Joe. William. <laughs> oh. Bruce Springsteen walks out, oh, shaking his head. I really can't fucking wrap my brain around which one of you is which. Damn it. God damn it. Which one is this Thunder Road? Um, what are you? Are what's what are you hopeful for for the future? Um, an idea that's completely unrelated it's like thinking of a, a decade of jake and amir a decade of a podcast what's our next decade yeah what's our third thing our third act yeah there's got to be something. what is you what is your 40 to 50 yeah exactly it's like and then at that point we can't be doing comedy anymore right look at 50 year olds now it's yeah disgusting it's all been kind of, of clean for you 20 to 30 30 to 40 yeah ish yeah ish. hasn't it been like that for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every decade brings a different thing. Yeah, I just I'm I'm my fear I guess we were is 20 that when I started I was twenty when we started Jake and Mir, I think. Yeah, at a certain point we just have to like transition to being like Lauren Michaels is, where it's like I'm not making comedy anymore, but I'm just overviewing and I have a sense yeah. of humor that's like this is good, this right. is not. We're I, we should have more of an opinion. Mm. Like right now when people walk in and they pitch us a podcast, like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. And podcasts are so personal. Good. Whatever right. you want to do. <laughs> that's the problem is that we don't watch comedy. Yeah. No, we, we, we love succession. Yeah. Which I guess <laughs> which is, is a comedy. <laughs> yeah. But we're not watching sitcoms anymore. No, no, we're not. And we're also not really listening to comedy podcasts. And also, <laughs> podcasts really are so personal that I, if somebody came in and were like, this is our idea for a show, I wouldn't be like, that's not funny. Yeah. That'd it really so depends on the human yeah. doing the show. It depends on the guy. Any, but any person. show idea could be funny or could not be funny. Right. And it all could find an audience or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's kind of a, a coin toss right. in the universe. <laughs> That's why we're not very good at being executives either. So we really have to maximize mm -hmm. this 40 to 50. We thing. have an amazing executive team here, though. Yeah. We rely on them heavily. Yeah. But that that could be our the live show version is like the uh, the South Park guys who did South Park like when they were young and then transitioned to like Book yeah. of Mormon. I do think I I guess that's like the next thing for us is live stuff because it's like video audio. What is what's there after that? Yeah, it's it's IRL. But what's more exciting is it writing something and seeing it on stage whenever you want to, or is it writing something and being in the thing on stage? Yeah, I mean. They're both pretty exciting, I guess. I get a I get a good kick out of uh, doing our live shows. Yeah. So, but, but maybe then, not every every time. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to have understudies that did it ninety five percent of the time. I would fucking love. I mean, really, what we what we what we need to do is write our play. That's 
the That's musical. It. Yeah. Where we're not in it, but we're like almost the narrators of it. Yeah, exactly. And then you can, if we're the narrators of it, you could just hit a soundboard and our voices. We're barely, yeah. we're voice of God. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. And then, but we'll go to every show for the curtain so we can come out. Yeah, we want to just sort of quality control the show, make yeah. sure that everything's running on time. But that at a certain point, if we're not feeling up for it, it's hard to like get get yourself going on a Tuesday in February to yeah, do the yeah, show. Exactly. Let the understudies do the show. And I actually don't even want to write the show. I want the understudy to write the show too. Yes, exactly. Yes. I want to just oversee slash not even fund. I just want like, a piece of ticket sales right. and concessions. I and want to create an oh, app that sells tickets <laughs> yeah so it's not even i like want to work for ticketmaster yeah and we did almost used to work at ticketmaster because iac owned ticketmaster and college, college humor, humor. Right. so yeah we went to the same building yes and maybe mm. that's why it's fucking inceptioned us to think this way yeah uh all right let's take another break um thanks some sponsors come back and talk a little bit more okay thank you to squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show indeed Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even. Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we're back. We asked the people what they wanted. The long and winding road. Yeah, I was just going to introduce you for a second. So 
<laughs> Let me just, uh, yeah. So anyway, I was going to say, we asked, can you not interrupt him? My two boys, fully grown up. And a lot of people said they wanted to see, yeah. try not to interrupt that. <laughs> He's singing. My two friends. Yeah. Ben, no more love. Then a lot of people wanted to. Yes. Don't talk over him. <laughs> it got bad. It got bad. Well, you respect know. that. So we were a little conflicted as to whether or not to have Ben on here, just because he's such a <laughs> part of the fabric of the show, but like he's a little the interrupting. Touch, the feel. <laughs> Ben, the fabric of our lives. <laughs> yes, Ben Schwartz in the house. Let's go. Benny boy. This is the last If I Were You. It feels just like the first one. Almost the same amount of people listening. Almost the same amount of people caring. Mm -hmm. We plateaued. Wonder. Was my flies open? No, I said we plateaued. We plateaued. But can I tell you this? Yeah. How exciting. What number is this? What number? Uh, 590? 590? 590. 590. Oh, you should have done 600. Why would I was you thinking the same thing. You think yeah. so? Should we fart out another 10 spot while we're here? I think you got to hit 600. If we're not hitting 600, what are we even doing? Do you know yeah. what I mean? My man, Jakey Bakey. My name, Amir Babir. <laughs> what do you guys think you're going to do after this? You've, you've hit the pinnacle. You've hit 590, yeah. the number everybody's trying to hope yeah. you hit. Now what do you do? Well, um, 590 was the goal going into it. We said 10 years ago when you were first right. on the, the show. We want to get to 590. 590. We did that. Yeah. Next and what do you up, do after you achieve your goals? Yes, do we exactly. set new ones or do we rest? Do we reset? We've been talking about a live show, a variety show. What do you think about that? Oh, I love that idea. You guys do it, but you've done versions of that in the past. Versions of it. Mm -hmm. Versions of it. Versions. But we haven't done a full. Oh, but you would do a live stream? You would live stream your live no, show? No, you have to. If you want to see us now, you, you have, have to see, to us, see us at a theater. That's right. We're we're offline. We're going vaudeville, 1917 style. Yeah. How small How small of a theater? Like 30, 40 No, Jake people? was actually discussing, and yeah. he made a good case that we would be able to kiss Jennifer Aniston at the MSG Theater if we <laughs> opened said, for a uh, Billy Joel excuse style. Me, I didn't... I, I didn't lead with the Jennifer Aniston kiss. I said, I said MSG theater, not not the arena. Obviously, yeah. You you brought up kissing Aniston. I in thought the that green came up room. organically bet between us and the. It conversation. was not organic. You really. How would you kiss Aniston? Is it a quick peck because you guys are friends? Is it something on the cheek or is it? She's more of visiting a, very a Bruce sensual... or a Billy in the green room, right. and I'm there having had shrimp, and then she says hello to me, and I say <laughs> and hello. Right, and it's weird if he doesn't. And you're oh, wait you a second. To Jen Aniston, you just, want to pretend just... like you guys run in the same circles. You can't be like, oh my god, Miss Aniston. You have I'm to say, oh, fan. you have to say, Jen, it's so good to see you. Kiss on the on the cheek kiss on the other cheek yeah kind of european style and this is, is amir this is this is tails no meat when you're talking shrimp right you just shrimp tails no mm -hmm. meat yes exactly right? just the little tip the crispy tips right so you're eating yeah, you're, you're eating the exoskeleton of, of the, the shrimp. shrimp yeah or a krill any yeah. basically mollusk dipping your your fingers two fingers at a time into the cocktail, cocktail sauce, sauce. Putting it on your teeth. Yeah, like and cocaine. that's when you see Janice. Yeah, that's when I see Janice. Jen. comes up to you. Oh, Jen. You're all crispy tips. Yeah. Oops, all yeah. tips. Crispy Jen. tips. We could do a double smooch. <laughs> Oops, all we tips. Do, crispy yeah, tips. Yeah, we'll do a, a double smooch. But yeah, to answer your question, a live show plus a potential at a theater run if Billy Joe will have us. Otherwise, probably a 200 to 500 seater yeah. once every month or two, depending on how much we can get out there on the road. We're thinking Bell why don't you We're make, thinking why don't Brooklyn you do, Bell Why don't you do... Oh, okay. I was gonna say, why don't you do a, a monthly Largo show at Largo? We can make that. Yeah, happen. you oh, yeah. do that. How how big is Largo? Two seventy. Great. Yeah, I love that. 
The problem right, is we don't take have. Take care, guys. We don't have. All right, uh, bye. So you do the improv stuff. We don't really have the ability. We don't have the talent. We don't have like the uh, the the. We don't have anything to say on stage. You said it, talent. You said it, talent. Yeah, you said yeah, it, talent. Yeah. But but so so this is what I think. Uh -huh. If I could make oh god, and and I'm gonna pitch some ideas yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Like, what do two people who've been working together since they've been, I mean, graduated college, all they yeah. know is each other. Yeah. So how could they possibly grow up and be anything but, you know, a team? Right. Uh -huh. What could they do together? Yeah. So I'll give you some ideas and you give me one through 10 and tell me what you would do with that business. Great. Idea. Okay. okay? And one through 10 is us grading okay. your idea or like 10 out of 10. Us must grading do it. it. You, you got to do it. Okay. okay. Hot dog salesman. Two. Five. Obviously little. Uh, I'm interested because I like hot dogs. I did have an idea for a corn okay. dog truck where you can sort of mix and match the sausages with the batter, but I don't think that should be our next career move. Let's I think give that a just... six then. Because I like hot dogs and you had the idea already. So let's say six. Six. What about what about a what about a podcast called If You Were I? Okay. Mm. What's that show about? It's basically you send in questions to your fans and your fans answer them on the podcast. Two. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay, eager so to do another podcast, but I do like the hot dog thing. I'm going to say the hot dog thing the, is going I up to a seven. Forget about the hot dog thing. We're already. It's moved gone on from, from a five to a six to a seven in my mind. I feel like the hot dog thing was so. fine. We discussed right, it, but let's move on and discuss what what could be the. Well, what are we moving on? You're giving it the same number as a as a hit podcast. So what are you you giving it the same two as the yeah. other one? Just because your Lakers barely eked out a W the other day doesn't mean you can cry every minute you talk. I don't hate the. I okay. don't hate hot dogs. I know you like hot dogs, but we've already discussed the hot dog thing. We'll take it under. Well, what advisement. about this? What if Jake? What if Jake cooked the hot dogs and you ate the hot dogs, but you weren't allowed to use your? It hands? doesn't matter if it's a hot dog or a hot dog eating contest or a hot dog salesman. I didn't realize the truck idea. could have a hot dog eating con contest element, which is kind of interesting. See, I'm gonna say that's gone to an eight in my head. It does. Yeah. What if there was a show? What if there's a okay. show where Amir had to wear the tightest okay. pants and the loosest okay. shirts and we call it, here he goes again. Yeah. And what he does is he put him on and he walks down the street okay. and Jake has to be like, whoa, 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 who's this yeah. guy? And like try to draw attention to him to see if he can like sell new styles. What do we That's think about fun. that? That's fun. What would be, what would people be eating at the craft service table as we're like, as we're shooting that? Because. I mean, this is a this is a blind pitch, but maybe yeah, hot dogs. I don't hate that. <laughs> you guys love fucking hot dogs. The those show idea was that even a show, or you just wanted me to walk down the street? Who's this and have guy? Is that what it was? Who's this guy? Is that a podcast? That's great. Who's this you're guy? Wearing, yeah, you're wearing jeggings pants. and a nightgown. Is this video? Is this for video? Or you're just saying I walk down the street wearing a certain style. It's whatever you want it to be. Honestly, I just need you to walk down that street with tight pants and a loose <laughs> yeah. shirt. What are the sh what's on the feet? Is that like a like a jelly sandal type uh, it's, thing? It's a pair of oh, shorts. Pair of short, He's wearing a shorts pair of shorts on his feet. It's interesting to me if there's a hot dog element. Why? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you guys? Let's let's be yeah. real. Can we be real for sure. a second? What do you? What will you miss about this? Will you guys not be able to see each other as much now that you're not doing? No, this? I think you I'll, won't be able to talk I'll miss as much? the feedback. I think I think we'll talk to each other just as much. I feel like I'll just miss the feedback from the fans because like they're the ones that are going to be missing out. They're the ones who are not going to be able to see. So us. give me your email. Give me your email. Give me your email now, and they'll be able to tell you whatever you want. They can give you feedback for the rest of your life. Do you want, should we say your email? I know it. That your personal email? I know too. I emailed you just like two it minutes ago. Matter. Why don't we shout out his email? Okay. Big top small bot at gmail. <laughs> Hot dog boy at AOL.net. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Eat up those doggies yep. at Yahoo. Honestly, what we're most excited about is being offline, it seems like, is uh, the idea of a live show where we don't have to deal with the production elements of recording and distribution it's like you if you want to see us you have to see yeah, us IRL. analog i'm you guys off know twitter you i'm off instagram podcast i'm network. just in a, a in a fucking theater
You own a podcast network. You said the thing I'm trying not to deal with is the thing that your job yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. And it's sort of we contain multitudes that way. What about Jake and Amir colon IRL? IRL. Jake so it's and TRL, but it's IRL. J- well, it would be J and A IRL. Jarrell. Jarrell. Yes. Jarrell. Yes, exactly. And to see us, you have to, you, you have to see know, it to believe it. Do you guys know what's the funniest it. thing? Mm-hmm. What's the funniest thing that's happened on this show? Today's episode? Can you remember both of you guys without without looking at the other thing? What's the where you're like, oh my God, this made me laugh harder than any. We've done 590 episodes. This is the moment that made me laugh harder than anything else. Mm. Or do all the moments mesh into each other so much that you don't care about anything? Laughing anymore? so hard that we cried. We've definitely done that. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I haven't laughed genuinely on this show since 2014. I'm trying to remember when the last time that. We also laugh so hard. You just laughed two seconds when I said you're a little boy that wants to eat dogs. It was performative. I wonder if, like, maybe like in the old, old, old episodes, like Mm -hmm. one of the bits. I guess when you when you did your freestyle rap from when you were like 12. Oh yeah, uh, my dad's a gyno. Your dad's a rhino. I was laughing really hard. (laughs) That's funny, but that was recent, and I don't know if that's like the hardest I ever laughed during the show. I've like thrown up from laughing during this show. Yeah, there was a point where like you were drinking something you thought you were gonna puke yeah but I like i couldn't what that breathe. was i, don't I haven't smiled was. genuinely yeah. on this program since probably the first 10 episodes yeah right but you're going through wow. your own shit yes you're going through a really dark time <laughs> <laughs> yeah since 2013 yeah. since late 2013 since late 2023 yeah yeah it's been a hard decade. It's for been you a crazy there. decade. Really my thirties, my entire thirties, was 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 it was and it was right. on the show, and now it's over. Now I'm forty, and the show. Your entire twenties were with Jake. Also, you guys have spent twenty years since I've known both of you. You spent every minute of your life with each other. Yeah. So it's got to be a little bit heartbreaking for this aspect to end. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't really think of it that way. Um, Jake, <laughs> is there anything you want to say to Amir? Um, I uh, I've I've regretted <laughs> I've regretted meeting you, man. <laughs> I regretted meeting you, man. Yeah. What? I've I've regretted meeting you, dude. Your life would be completely good, this different. Is better. Amir, don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. Keep going, Jake. I think it's helpful. You're not a fucking therapist. I'm just saying, if I had, uh, this is why I'm if here. If I had hitched myself to any other wagon, with all the people at College Humor, Dan Gerwich, yeah. multiple Emmy winner, Streeter Seidel, head writer, SNL, Sarah Schneider. Sarah Schneider sold her own show. Um, we've done so much together, yeah. I'm just saying Patrick it feels Castles. like if I had chosen another writing partner I would have had a little more success I had it has been fun it has, has been it? really fun has it because he said not, he regret- not the entire Amir, time stop. because every time when I when I look in the rear view mirror I'm full of regret yeah. but at the same time yeah. at the same time I do want to say that you've weighed me down professionally and comedically but all that being said, bombshell. By but, the way, to hear and this. I want to say all that being at said, the end of twenty years, to at hear the that, end of the really... day, stop, Amir, Amir, stop. This is why you're so. At bad. the end of the all day, right, okay. all that being said, I do regret you. <laughs> That's man. yeah. That wasn't a turn. <laughs> it wasn't like although, however, but it was right. like in addition to that. Now well, I just don't want to, Amir. Yeah. Now listen. So basically, what Jake is saying. Is yeah, I know what he's saying. It was so his, blunt. You've ruined his yes. life. Well, it's ruined my my life, my life and career. My career and life are intertwined. And but but what he's saying is, but but he regrets working. That's yeah. So I think the big thing takeaway here is that he doesn't know what but means because it should have been and. Okay, do you have anything you want to say to Yeah, Jake? I thought I was going to have like an awesome time and like to have like a fun like retrospectacus about like, this entire was... fucking like two decades together, building up to this one moment, deciding what we should do in the not too distant future together. But now, ever since you came on, the energy has completely shifted to the point where I feel like 
everything I've known for the past 20 years is not. I like, feel like the, the hot dog thing has legs. The hot dog thing is such a small, Huge legs. And such I think a that we small can make part happen. of what we heard. Because like, yeah. since the hot dog thing, Jake has basically admitted to not liking me and regretting meeting me. <laughs> not regretting meeting you, regretting regret, working. Regret is big. That was 18 years ago. Working, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't regret meeting you because he's met so many people yeah, in his regret. life, but regret hitching his ride yes, to you. Exactly. Yes, yes. Deciding to be partners. So I the idea of uh, the hot dog thing is such a small thing in the grand scheme of things. Now well, I don't know. I don't why. hate the hot Amir, dog thing. but I think that this is the problem. I think you don't listen totally, Amir. Because yeah. if you listen yeah, to I him, heard it. you uh, can yeah. hear the positive. You can at hear the, the positive. What no, at said. the end, because he, he said, said but, and then he repeated himself. But, yeah, but no, he has regrets. No, he said, but, yeah. he said, but, but, you've weighed me down my entire right. career. If I went with anybody else, I'd have a That's also what he said before the but. But, but, all that aside, all that aside, yeah, I do regret you being a part Exactly. Of me. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You regret it. At the end of the day, I regret it. What do you want me to say? <laughs> of course, I don't want you to. Do you want him to lie? It's no, the last I don't want show. him to lie. Why would he lie in the last I guess show? I, I regret him lying for the last 18 years for sure because I had no idea this was coming. This is a bombshell. This shake is, his I'm hand. Blindsided. Shake his hand. Jake his hand. Jake his what hand. What does that mean? To shake it? It's a shake, but it, you'll see when he, how he yeah. shakes it. Jake it. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's a jake. Yeah. I've never felt that before. Yeah. Have you jaked his hand before? It's your first time you're ever actually seeing Jake for the first time because he's being honest. You're an agent of chaos. Time. You sowed an entire decade's worth of discord in the last nine minutes of being on the show. What's your name, by the way? <laughs> Me? I got a very normal name. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> Why would I have to introduce it? It's like saying if my name was just a normal, it's a normal name. I don't have to say it. Sure. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just... You know, casually mention it. What do you want? You want the first one or the second one? Yeah, you can do both. Second one, oh, your first, first one. You, your second. Your, you mean your last name? Your, your the full second name. One. Yeah, just you your, say full your full name. name. Just My, both of them are normal, so it doesn't even matter. Right. Just imagine anybody's normal <laughs> right. name, That's like a what Bob it is. Johnson, exactly, or a Ron Thompson, yeah, or something like. That. Very similar to those okay. two, but it's like my yeah. name. It's, it's, it's your it's personal name. name. Yeah. So feel free to. So we don't even have to get into it. We well, got even it. people that have normal names would say them when prompted. I feel and we like. should introduce so, you. Yeah, we so should like it's important you. for us to say what your name is. Yeah. All right, then just introduce okay. me. Yeah. Do you know uh, my name? I thought I did, but it sounds like you're. Yeah, it's just, a completely bizarre name by the fact that you're refusing to even say. I'm so sorry. Are you talking about my name? You want to know yeah. my name? Is? So we're we're Jake and Amir, and here and we're here with. My normal name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you would say it then. You yes. would say it then when I. When I point to you. Yeah. Oh, point yeah. to me. Sorry, I didn't even know. We are Go Jake on. and Amir. Yeah. We are here with... Lazarus Sherpant. Huh? Lazarus. Lazarus Sherpant. Sherpant. Pleasure to meet you. That's what you... Lazarus Sherpant. You Lazar set that up as the most normal name, but those two things were... I've never heard mm. those noises before. Sherpant? What are you talking about? Lazarus Sherpant? Lazarus Sherpant. What, first name Lazarus? The whole first name is Lazarus. So there's Sherpin. a last name in addition <laughs> to all that. <laughs> you asked. You want Lazarus Sherpin? Well, we said first, is my and first last. name. Lazarus Sherpin. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want Lazarus Sherpin? It's even more normal than the first. Yeah. Name. I really hope so because that's insane. Lazarus Sherpin. It has to be more normal than your first name. What's your last name? By the way, you did say you it's had a normal a first normal... and last name. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we're good. Do we even need to get I'm into it? I'm curious what it is now because I thought I was expecting a Sam or a Sean. And I heard Lazarus Sherpant. That's exactly what it is. No, not. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's it the sounds first. like it gave you very the similar. It's very similar to Sam. Okay, as well, a last name, Lazarus Sherpant. Charbelite cramps. <laughs> Hyphenated. 
Yes. Yes, and your dad was one of them. Your mom was the other. How is that similar to Sean? No, that's the first half, then a hyphen, charbling crans, hyphen, doorknob. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Thing. Lazarus Crans. Lazarus Sherpant. First name. Last Cran- name. Cran. Cran. Cran something? I already forgot, honestly. Doorknob? Doorknob, yeah. Doorknob. Crandolin? Yeah. Crandolin doorknob? Yeah. So, <laughs> this has got to be your 20th appearance on our show. Mm-hmm. Never heard that name before in my entire life. Maybe ask more Check questions. Check out his IMDb. Maybe that's why Check out his IMDb. Holy shit, he changed it. Lazarus Sherpants. Crandolin <laughs> doorknob. Is going to be on fucking Renfield. How dope is that? Wait, so when 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 will I ever be able to do bits with you guys again in a public manner? I guess it's over. Well, well you'll come to our, our live show. You'll be a part of our... Never. I literally would never yeah. come to your live show. What am I going to do at your live Sell show? Sell hot dogs. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm sad. This makes me sad, guys. It means that Jake probably won't be in L.A. as much either. I'll still be in L.A. a lot. Well, maybe less. Cool. Maybe less. Yeah. I bet yeah, way I less. Yeah, I bet way less. <laughs> I'll see you sometime, man. I guess I can zoom yeah. with you. And what about you, Amir? Does that just leave you by yourself? Well, I got I have all my other the all the other shit that I'm working on. Yeah, what? I'm working on Jake has the Dungeons and Dragons show. Yeah, it's hugely popular. He's touring like different countries. And I'm trying to do a comic book thing next year. Graphic. You're drawing a comic book? No, I don't know how to draw, but I'm thinking of graphic novel ideas for. You're next trying year. to do what next year? I'm trying to think of ideas for a graphic novel next year. All right, what's an idea? We can tell you if you're on the right path. <laughs> well, it's kind of ironic, so I don't know if you like like dark, ironic themes. I love dark stuff. Yeah, yeah. of course. So it's like a kid who's turning into a boy, like a bar mitzvah style man, or transition a kid turning a coming into of a age boy. kid who's turning into a boy that's not what a bar mitzvah and then finally bar mitzvah is a boy turning into a man yeah. right that's not a, that's not a bad idea and then uh kid turning into a boy is a kid <laughs> turning into a boy is the really? same thing right so the entire thing is sort of an allegory for a bar mitzvah so you have to read from the torah in order to become a man or in my case is this a, kid a religious a text like what's that <laughs> Sorry, you're... it has religious overtones and then yeah. it takes place in like a fictionalized chicago Okay. So it's kind of like a bar mitzvah meets Chicago style, not with music, because when it comes to graphic novels, it has to be like very visual and not like you can't hear anything. I wonder what you're going to look like in two years. In my head, it's terrible. <laughs> I think you're going to look terrible in two years. I think this is going to be a big moment in your life where you just crash. <laughs> I don't feel like I need that. Thanks much. for saying that, Ben. Why? Of course. I just think his insight is useful. <laughs> of course. It's helpful to hear things. It's I feel helpful like I to look mostly the you know, same. That's that's some really nice Ben insight, which I which I think is valuable, and that's something that I'll really miss. How is the Dungeons and Dragons podcast? I Jake? thought it was as big as it could possibly get, but it keeps on growing. It's so <laughs> that's awesome, it's exciting. Hear. That's really cool. It's thrilling. Um, just got back from Australia. So We're basically, this planning child, another world this, tour for next yeah, year. Yeah, this teenager, this twelve yeah. year old. So um, yeah, that is this stuff. child, this kid. Yes, boy. this kid boy, which is the name of the show. Or, sorry, graphic you say there's going to be Torah text in the graphic novel? In the background. So, like, there's going to be, like, little imagery. That, like, oh, my God, is that a fucking uh, wallpaper? Or is it uh, my Torah portion? Uh-huh. Style graphic art. Uh-huh. And then, Ben, do you remember from your bar mitzvah, you, have, you can't touch the Torah. You have to use a yad. Like, yeah, you have to use a yes, pointer Yes, exactly. Thing. So that pointer thing is his actual hand. That yad, which means hand or arm in Hebrew, uh-huh. is his yad, is his hand. 
Well, thanks so much for having me. Of course, yeah, thank you so much for coming oh, by. So good to see you back. And uh, if you have I anything to plug, whether it's Renfield, your Radio City Music Hall show, a lot of exciting things coming up. Oh, yeah, up. I do actually. Can we? Um, so I'm going on tour. Ben Schwartz and Friends, my improv show is going on tour. We're playing Radio City Music Hall in New York, a 6,000 person venue, the first long form improviser. Wow ever to do that or I think first improviser ever to headline that holy theater. shit um, Huge. but also we're coming to Toronto we're coming to England uh, you go to rejectedjokes.com and all those dates are there it's very very you exciting you have a whole tour I, it's not about plugging I don't want to plug yeah. this isn't about no it's plugging. not about you it's about this is about saying goodbye yeah. to two of my close we'll still friends we'll talk saying goodbye to their friendship we'll hang out Saying goodbye yep. to their creative opportunities. Yep, exactly. I think we'll still be together. And saying goodbye to Amir's career. No, the end of a career. Like I'm it's now, the I, end of a career. And it's I think an that's exciting moment cool. for me. I think I'm excited by it because I don't feel like I have it's this thing that's to like, celebrate. hey, you're talking so fast. It's fun to celebrate. You're so fast. Yeah. I feel like the 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 Jewish comic thing that you have going is... <laughs> it's not just Jewish, but yeah, I can yeah. understand where you are coming from because you sort of cut me off in the middle of the description. But it is it does encompass an entire coming-of-age sort of theme. Right. So right. it's not just about the yacht. Jewish and it's not kid just about... boy is kind of interesting. Really? Jewish kid boy. I, I like could sink my teeth boy. into something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I think you should. And I think you should. And thank you, Ben, for coming on. For, Damn. Oh, for my, gracing us with your presence. I would never miss the last one. I was here for number 100. I think I was here for number 500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think I've been on the show? I've probably dropped by more than a couple times. I've been the live shows and the shows 10, that you've come by and the shows that you've interrupted. 15. There's one, there was an episode where it was just me and you, remember? <laughs> <laughs> where was I? Yeah, you were sick, remember? We went to my we went to my little room in my apartment and you were so sick. Yeah, you faced That was before everybody got COVID. Right. Though. And you were you were so like attuned to get not getting sick that you actually faced away from me during the show. Did and you it was get one sick of the best shows. People said Jake, it was one of the best shows. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> because we're Amir said room. Amir literally licked his finger and put his finger in my gum yeah. and said gum alert yeah. right. that was like a thing he did that was before we were recording video so we didn't really get to see that but. yeah we didn't even need to see it yeah that is a, a lost episode it must still be online we can listen to it today for sure actually let's listen to how it how long have we been doing this 10 years how long have we been friends how, do you think we met in 2004 no, no. 2007 2007 yeah I think 2007. 2007. So 17 years, 18 years, 17 years, 18 years, 16 wow. years. 16 Even years. no matter what number is the right one, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Because new friends become old over time, which is sort of brings me back to Jewish kid boy. And I think yeah, he's out, which is fine. It actually makes sense for him to leave like that. Wow. Because he doesn't need huff. to. He didn't want to hear any spoilers. Right. Yeah. It was That's sad good. for him to be like. Like uh, now, I, uh, he wants to n- have it in his imagination how it could possibly yeah. go, and he didn't want to hear. That it. is the way it should have ended. It should have ended. Yeah. It did end that yeah. way, and that was that was Ben Schwartz. Everybody, thanks, Ben. Uh, I guess we could take these off. Okay, that's it. Um, we have nothing else to discuss. Nothing else to say. We've uh, waxed and waned philosophical. Yeah. We've reminisced. We've listened to theme songs. Did I even say who? Did the second theme song that we listened to? I don't think you did. Uh, Matthew it was Matthew Lyme. Pope, another Matthew. He wanted to shout out his friends Will Lawson, Lewis Cochran, and especially Andrew Lavis, who got me into the show. Wow. All right. Looking cool. forward to Thank whatever's you. left. Next. Whatever's uh, left. Whatever's left of What's us. next is whatever is left. I mean, we have to keep people abreast, keep people posted. I wish we had a... Yeah. There's no announcement. A newsletter. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, do we? we had one at one point. Yeah, yeah. I not... think we handed it off to Headgum. I guess all you can do is just stay subscribed to this feed because that's that's where we'll maybe we could just drop some like 
you know, two minute conversations where we are ideating or something. Yeah, announce mini announcements. Yeah, mini announcements or updates. Yeah, exactly. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah, that way people are kept abreast. We'll, we can call our new feed follow up pub, or we'll just kind of mention any any um, progress on your graphic novel or something. <laughs> yeah, little leaks on our Patreon of <laughs> yeah. pages that are sort of been kicked around with yeah. a graphic illustrator. You can follow, we have the socials for uh, Jake and Amir now, which is kind of nice. Yeah, we own them. Yeah, They're it's, nice to own if, if, it's nice to own Jake and Amir again while this is all ending. So yeah. at the very least, follow at Jake and Amir on stuff. I will say I tried to post something to our Facebook page recently and they're like, we need to verify your address and send you a letter and then you can punch in the le code that we give you. And I was, I didn't even. Send you a that. letter in the mail? Yeah, they need to like verify a, a yeah. physical address. So our Facebook is gone. Our Facebook is not. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That feels fine. <laughs> it's okay to let that part of us go. Yeah. Because we're still on TikTok. We're still on the tweets. We're still on the grams. Exactly. And you guys are still here and supporting us. Um, we will never check this email address this gmail address Again. close for business um we should say thank you to everybody we should say thank you i think that the that's a good call we, i remember it was scary when we started the podcast because i was like are is anybody going to give a shit about what we have to say because they like jake and amir videos this is us out of character yeah uh we've never been out of character before yeah and i think it was uh very fun and very rewarding to like connect with people as essentially as ourselves mm -hmm. um so thank you everybody for letting you know allowing this the this whole thing to work and even more so to the day ones as always yeah if you've been with us since day one respect to the we respect ones. you even more mm -hmm. than new fans yeah. uh-huh yeah because we actually with us compared to you the new fans suck yeah <laughs> like, new fans fuck off mute it for a second yeah but y'all are trash <laughs> y'all are trash <laughs> <laughs> no, thank all you, right turn it back thank on you everybody thank yeah. you everybody equally. for real yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, and thanks to you guys for sending in theme songs and um, questions for a decade straight. Mm -hmm. Actually, the theme song might be the best part of the show. Yeah, people put a lot of effort into the theme songs and it shows. And we, we never had to repeat. We had enough talented fans to mm -hmm. go 590 episodes, sometimes yeah. two per episode. And we sometimes forget to even shout you out and thank you. And you still keep on making up theme songs. One more time, that's Matthew Pope earlier. And Matt, there was another Matt, Matthew Kazakos. Yeah, and his brother. Uh, we wanted to end on a fun, high punk rock note. Um, so I found a fun punk rock theme song to close this out. That is by Dustin. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Speaking of punk rock, um, I believe Fade on Shuffle, we just released a new one. There's a new what? Fade on Shuffle song. It's a cover. It's a cover of Hercules. Um, I Can Go the Distance. I Can Go the Distance. So check it out. So when you say we, because that's you just do the writing, that one's already written. Right. Uh, so it's what did you still, do for that one? So I'm kind of like the front man of the band. You're not singing a, it. Not At this stage, I'm not singing that song. So it is a cover. Mm -hmm. And somebody has to, I mean, like any good pop punk band, they'll have their originals and yeah. they'll have a cover. Um, somebody has to have an idea for what to cover. Was that your idea? In this case, that was Gareth's idea addition, to, yeah. to, to cover that song. Specifically. That song specifically. But I said... I, when he said that idea, I was like, I was not immediately. <laughs> I kind of was like, are you sure we should do that? I vetoed he it. it. He did it anyway. I heard it. I loved it. So I do like the song. It's a great song. I, I haven't heard the 
the pop punk cover, but I do yeah. like that. Well, we're gonna have song. to lean on Gareth heavily when we uh, start making our own music. Yeah, lean on Gareth and lean on this guy Dustin Clark. It would be an honor to be played on the last episode of If I Were You. So here we go. Um, I've made half a dozen theme songs for you over the years. The post-election one, other side of hard country. They've oh, all been original hard. tunes. Nothing to shout out except for the awesome community of Jake and Amir fans out there, all of which are funnier than the show ever was. Yes, agreed. We don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, so let's have Dustin play us out before we go. Yeah. Last, last episode, last award. Wait, I think, no, I think I earned the golden mic on this one. So I want to say thank you to everybody for this <laughs> unprecedented, <laughs> unprecedented, excuse me. I'm so excited. Unprecedented missed, run. Why did you shake? Why did you um, want to shake my hand? Why did you want to hold Are you my not hand? proud of me? <laughs> 500 and fucking 90 golden mics. That's a pretty big deal. I don't want, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let anger seep into this. Let me go. You're holding me so firm. This is pretty exciting. (laughs) This is pretty exciting and unprecedented. Let's not let a petty grievance. (laughs) Let's not let a petty grievance sow discord among us to ruin this last episode, this final moment, because you do get the turdy, and I think that's pretty neat. I think that's pretty neat. <laughs> Why do I get two turdy? unprecedented runs? You derailed the whole Ben conversation with your little Jewish kid boy thing. The hot it dog thing was tacky. It was weird. It was weird. Um, so I want to say I'm cheese chuffed, honored to be here. You're <laughs> holding me on. Your hands are so slippery, and it's like you're holding tight. <laughs> Craft claws. Yeah, we're fucking back. We're back. The pinch. The Holy pinch shit! Dance. So we did it. The entire run. The entire run had golden mics for you and turdies. <laughs> turdies for me. <laughs> um, I can give you a sympathy golden mic. That'd be incredible. Do you want one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a sympathy golden mic. You get a sympathy golden mic. <laughs> That's the same as a golden mic. It's, sympathy is just describing the golden mic that I won. It's not a separate award, right? It's not. It is a golden mic. It's a golden mic. <laughs> you are going to end this show with your first ever. This one? The one that you're sympathy holding? Sympathy golden mic. a little different. It's a sympathy <laughs> golden mic. It's kind of a rose gold. <laughs> you're saying you've won 500 golden mics. I've won 500 turdies. And I have one rose gold mic. One rose gold Bronze sympathy mic. golden mic. I mean, I'll fucking take it. Nice, man. man. Congrats. Thanks to you guys. We'll be back in a year or five.
HeadGum Original.